You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Hello, everyone. I know you've been waiting for a very long time to be involved with all of the amazing things that we're doing at Rare Drop, and now is the time. We are introducing the Rare Drop Patreon, so if you've ever wanted to get involved with experimental content or being at any of our podcasts early to listen in, well, all of that is available in the new Rare Drop Patreon. Check it out. And I'm Kevin. There was supposed to be three other people here, but <laughs> supposed to be what you would call the whole crew. The whole crew, the old the the OGs. But um the gang. After talking about it for two days straight. Originally it was gonna be a bracket episode, then it wasn't gonna be it was just gonna be hanging out, and then Wayne, who talked about it the most. Seemed the most excited. Complained the least, I should say. Apparently left his microphone on Jack's desk at the Kings Coast warehouse. Now, that has been unconfirmed because Pete um, is now pulling up security footage. It's allegedly. <laughs> allegedly it was left there. He's literally pulling, pulling live security footage from the warehouse asking Wayne to please show us <laughs> Legitimately looking at screenshots with <laughs> arrows being drawn, like... Paths that were taken throughout the work day. It's Who's a whole thing right now. Where? It's very exciting. Very exciting. Um, but yeah, it was supposed to be all of us. We were a little excited. Um, don't you love Mike that how we are like, oh, we're yeah, you know, in the AM episodes, we get all excited because we're going to drink coffee and talk. In the PM, yeah. we're supposed to be drinking alcohol, and here I am with my bottle of water, and I see you also have bottle of water, <laughs> old man. Yeah, what does this say? I have been hankering for a solid hard seltzer. Hard seltzer? Yeah, yeah. You like hard seltzer? I don't. I've been just, I uh, just really wanted a nice, refreshing. Like what Seltzer. flavor? Like a like a a a, a nooner? Are we talking about? Like, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, like a get, nooner. I can get down with a nooner. Uh, but you're not you're not talking about like a not like a white claw, right? No, I have been known to drink a truly here or there, though. Uh, I have truly in my my for my uh, outdoor fridge as an emergency mm-hmm. situation. Like if. if it t- it's usually Tim, to be honest, if I'm being completely honest, comes over and uh, he drinks the Truly. But I got him hooked on Nooners now. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just like uh, it's that crisp, refreshing, refreshing. I guess it's like not fair because I mainly drink like IPAs. And. Obviously, completely different drink, but it's just it's incredibly refreshing. I don't think I've had a beer. I had a beer while watching the sea shanty movie that Wayne told me to watch on Netflix. Fisherman's friend friends. Uh, mm. Cause they were drinking beer the whole movie. And my wife was like, I could really go for a Tampa style lager. I was like, I'll go get one. And I had an IPA, the high lie, the Tampa one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I've just, it's liquor 
limoncello has been my drink of choice lately. Just I've to, been heavy into tequila. Like straight or on the yeah. rocks? No, 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 on the rocks, on the rocks. With no no mixer, just... Nope, just tequila with ice. Ben, that's Ben's drink of choice. Delicious. Yeah. You get a good tequila, man, it just... You don't even realize. What? No, like, I what have brand? no idea... Hmm? What brand? Did you get 100 años, I think it was? Okay. 100 años. That's what Pete usually makes the vitamin C drinks with. Pretty good. Uh, the, I, have you tried the rocks yet? No, but I hear good things. Saramana? Yeah, I have a bottle of it in my house right now. It's, it's is pretty it, good. As I say, is it, is it as good as advertised or is it just like, uh, it's, the rock is it's one not gonna of the blow your sexiest men alive? Yeah, it's not going to blow your socks off like a $100 bottle of tequila, but it's a good, it's a nice uh, middle-of-the-road tequila to keep in your house. Very smooth. It's, okay. That's kind of how I feel about, like, the 100 onions. It's not, like, mm-hmm. obviously not top shelf, but it's it's very smooth for what it is, and it goes down easy. Yeah. Yeah, you can compare Terramana to that. I would right. I would give it a whirl next time you're at the liquor store. I 100% will. I, uh, I've even been fooling, and, and let's see how much of a crossover we have between the shows. I've been fooling the Star Wars and Scotch people for weeks into thinking I've been drinking and I've just been pouring ginger ale into a rock glass <laughs> and sipping on it for probably about five to six weeks now. And well, nobody has caught on or called me out. So we'll see how much crossover there is between the two shows. They, could, they couldn't tell with the bubbles. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so let me ask you this. It, they don't care. You have a show called Star Wars and Scotch yep. where you drink scotch on the show. Mm-hmm. Does that mean your scotch is a business write-off? Technically. We're looking, oh. for, we're looking for a sponsor, like a whiskey or scotch Ooh. sponsor. For cheap, because just give us the alcohol and you can come in real cheap and and get all the eyeballs that we get. Because the advantage to the live airdrop shows is that we do them on Facebook and and Trovo and D Live and I don't know wherever else we push it everything. Out to. Everything, yeah, because because our Twitch contract states gaming only has to stay on Twitch. Okay. Um, so you get eyeballs from everywhere, and then you get the uh, the re- downloads afterwards. So, um, yeah, if you want in on that action, come join the hottest Star Wars show on Twitch. I mean, I like the action. The action does sound hot. I don't know how uh, helpful I'd be in the world of Star Wars. I'd probably watch, just like, huh? Do you watch Mandalorian yet? No. Michael. But I could I could talk about Mandalorian. No. I do that every Monday. I did it Weapons for are my religion. Eight, mo- eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear what you think of the Mandalorian. <laughs> I'll tell you, when, when these games start start turning out, man... Okay. I'll be excited to come on and talk about them. I, uh. Oh, we could talk about the Ubisoft one too. Tim and I had a good conversation. I'd love to get your take. I, um. I haven't seen anything about it. Which one? The Star Wars one that they announced that's gonna. Oh, the. Oh, 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 oh the Ubi. Uh, yeah, the from Ubisoft Lucas, one. Lucasfilm Games. Yes. Uh, and I also got you the book for free, right? The Light of the Jedi. Uh, I think you sent it to me. I sent you a link. I don't know if it actually gave you the book or if it was like audible bullshitting me. But um, the book's been pretty good. I have about four hours left. Uh, it's kind of dark in comparison to other stuff. 
Wait, wait, wait. Where did you send this to me on? I texted you on your... Go to your phone text messages. That's where it'll be. It was a link. It was like, come get this Audible or something. It said I could give you, if you were a first-time user, for free. I don't know. You could click it and see if it worked. But... Um, I don't have anything from you. Wow. I know. I definitely sent it to you. Oh, maybe I sent it to you over Facebook? I don't know. I'll go find it and send it to you again. We'll figure it out. Me. It's a good book, though. It's a good book. Figure it out. No LinkedIn. I don't want premium. LinkedIn is, is the devil. I know you probably don't use LinkedIn, right? I don't. I don't. So ever since I put CEO in my title, and I asked Pete today if he has the same issue... I just get messages from other people claiming to be CEOs and they're like, hello, I'm sorry to cold intro you, but I'm looking to expand my network. Would can can we connect? No, and it's like, no, I don't know you. <laughs> you're not just going to tap in everybody I know because you're a CEO, too. You know, how easy Allie it is to, to be a CEO. It costs like 200 bucks. Anybody can be a CEO. Allie uh, used to be on there. Well, I'm sure she still is, actually. But uh but she used to use it regularly. And now, you know, you have like professional headshot of yourself as your picture. And, mm-hmm. you know, because it's the function of the social network that it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, she would just randomly get message from dudes on there. Oh, my God. It's a freaking business site. Oh, no, man. Like, yeah, she would randomly get message. And, and I mean, under the guise of employment, but it clearly wasn't about employment. And then it even went so far as to like one of her. So when we were still dating, <clears throat> one of her boyfriend before me, before we started dating, just became this incredibly obsessed individual to the point where even though we were living out of the state, he was I don't know how. Actually, no, I do know he he went through a network of friends to get my address in Texas. Got my address where Allie was staying with me. And would send her gifts to my place. Dressed to her and everything. That's creepy. He, yeah. He went so far, um, like even on like LinkedIn to try to reconnect with her. And when that didn't work, he tried to reconnect with her dad on LinkedIn. Weird, this is, right? This is from some really old guy who is a CEO of some other company. Hello, Kevin. Just hoping to connect with other CEOs here in the Tampa area. Didn't say anything. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for... Co- I, I connected, so I hit the button. Thanks for connecting. Would love to connect for a chat sometime at your convenience. Would you be open to that? Keep in mind, I connect with people from Tampa pretty regularly because any local business for us could be advantageous because, you know, it's Tampa and, and I, it is I a want their local, local stuff. Right. So I say, sure, I'm back in the office starting on Monday. No answer from the guy. Oh, this guy, he said, hey, Kevin, I was checking out your profile. We should definitely stay connected. And then he started sending me sales stuff, and I I disconnected from him real quick. It's just, like, so <laughs> annoying. I have 10 other of those sitting in my inbox. Do you or don't you have a grinder profile? Uh, I don't think I have a grinder profile that I'm aware of. <laughs> you just put it in your LinkedIn. Just start sending them mess- weird, creepy messages. Oh, I should do that. Uh, alluding to grinder. This guy I connected with because he was in, you know, he's in uh, video and stuff. And uh, hey, thanks for connecting. Hope you're staying healthy. Have, next message. Happy to connect. 
six paragraphs about all that his business can do for me. Next one. Oh, and he ended it. This is this is the most infuriating part. He ends it with, when are you available for a quick demo? When did what? LinkedIn become a sales platform? That's my issue. Well, I guess it's a short step to get from what it's supposed to be to what they're doing. I get it, but it's about connecting and networking, not sales. So I now have because of these people, I stopped connecting with people. I also don't like people who are like, hey, I'm a Twitch streamer in their profile. They're they're not using LinkedIn. They're not using LinkedIn, are they? Oh, no, they're 100 percent. And then they're like, you know, like. I'm a Twitch oh streamer. Oh my god! And you go click on their Twitch stream, and you know, hi, I'm, I'm on a podcast. I guess I should get a LinkedIn profile. Yeah, they've It'll streamed on three there. hours in the past six months, and you know, is, it, is this Twitch just streamer. trying to establish themselves as an influencer? I guess so that they can they can then network for. I I'm always amazed <laughs> with people creating content and outdated sources. I'm amazed with people in that situation because of one major thing. And that major thing is that they they don't put in the time that's necessary to have sponsors and relationships like that. Right. Just because you stream for two to three hours a night, four days a week does not mean that you deserve a sponsorship. They're looking for people that do it all day, all the time to get as many eyeballs on their product. So and the other thing that bothers me is when people act like they have a sponsorship, but all they have is a promo code. That is not a sponsorship. (laughs) You have become a salesperson for that company. You are a conduit. Yes, you are a non-paid commission-only salesperson for that company. That's that's what you now are. Um, I don't know. That just that has bothered me more. When I was a part-time streamer, I managed to negotiate my own sponsorship, and I I can say this now. I'm done streaming. I was getting paid five hundred dollars a month by a company that's now out of business. Uh, what was that? You remember the health food company that sponsored me? The gaming oh, yeah, focused yeah, yeah. one? I, I could not tell you what the name of it is, but I remember yeah. I, I remember the, the company. They wanted to, me to do a promo code, and I told them no. I said, but you can have some ad space on my stream for $500 a month. Um, And they did for six months. And then there they went go. out of business a little bit thereafter. So I guess I was too much money for them. Uh, Not my problem. Nope. Um, one broadcaster who does it right, in my opinion, you know, Captain Robert, who DMs all our. I know Captain Robert. So Robert does it right because Robert monetize. Now that I know him better and I see the insight to his monetization, he's a freaking genius. Um, he monetizes the D and D games, Mike. So there's modifiers that you can pay to get to put into the game. Oh, so they're almost like these cards that you can play at any time and the DM has to work them into the game. But you paid real money to alter the game. So who's 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 doing this companies or viewers? There is a company that has the system in place 
uh, and then Robert has customized the cards, so they won't. You know, he's not going to get thrown for a loop on a card that he has no idea is coming or could be in the deck. Right, right, right. But the user can purchase. I believe they're distributed at random, so it's almost like a collector's item that you can then play at any time during his his campaign, and uh, he has to work it into the story. Or let's say a character rolls like a two. You can, you know, the card will come down and from the user and it'll say, like, roll again. So you get, oh, like, no an extra attack. That's that's he's, pretty ingenious. He's implementing it into the rare job stuff. Um, so it should be cool to see it in action. But he does that. And then he's always got reruns playing because he basically runs everything off a server. Uh-huh. So he's never not. Technically, his channel is never not live because he always has reruns of his other games playing. And then he has his nights that he does his campaigns and he does his campaigns for us. Um, so he's almost like a full on D&D broadcast station <laughs> with full customization and audience participation. You want it? You want to do it right? Go check out that person's channel. I am. I used to be against reruns and things like that. I was never crazy about them. Let me let me rephrase. When Worst Radio Show first started, all I did was run reruns because we had so little content, and I just wanted people to figure out who we were. Then, as things went along, I felt like it wasn't the right thing anymore. Now, with the climate of Twitch and where everything is, you run those reruns as much as you want because nobody's handing out any favors anymore. And Twitch is Twitch went from being the Wild West. To Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> Either you survive or you die. <laughs> it, there was no there was no civilized age of Twitch or content creation, in my opinion. We went God, straight still from isn't. The, no, we went straight from the like, unknown and you know the untamed to uh the apocalypse, in my opinion, of content creation. Oh yeah, dude. It's like oh, I mean, you've you've been there the whole time too. You've you've watched it unfold. Yeah, it's it, ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It's it. The way it's the way it's handled on both ends is ridiculous. I mean, it's just as ridiculous, like you said earlier, seeing the demands of so many people that just think that they're owed they're they're owed these things or. or, or oh yeah, I I like, can't get like, over that. I, oh. I, I can't understand. Forget about Twitch. I can't understand why you think anybody owes you anything. It, uh, apparently, a lot of shit should just like beef. Like, oh, what's that? You broadcast yourself on the, on here with. Yeah, here, we'll just give you all this shit for free because you say you should have it. What? What? No. That that shit drives me up a fucking wall. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I I hate being like old man curmudgeon about this, but and I feel like I am often. But I, and it's partially due to the fact that I'm just completely disenchanted with uh, the baseline of the industry at this point, and I think anyone that's coming in has to be innovative and has to have an angle or has to have you know something to offer. Somebody uh, will think of something cool and new. Yeah, you can't just flick on 80s tunes and do, you know, Destiny yeah. patrols and hang out with people anymore. It's it's not about that. Everyone's trying to climb to the top. Um, 
somebody will create like a like a new personality that's just like really solid. But even that, like so many person, I mean, for a while there, you had like what was that like Trooper Eli or whatever his name was? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah Sheriff Eli. Sheriff Eli. So you like you had like personalities like that, or like you know characters like Doctor Disrespect, or you know you have the character streamers like that. I don't know if Sheriff Eli is a character streamer, just being himself as yeah a character. It could be, but when you but when you're role playing in GTA as a cop, like as a cop in that game. It almost yeah. becomes a character at that point, at least in my opinion. But like, so you have that kind of angle of it and that worked out really well. But, it, you know, the gimmick plays itself out eventually or or maybe not for that individual. But that space gets filled very quickly. You can't have six sheriffs running around doing the same thing. You know, right. He, he fills that space. That's his everyone. Thing. You, everyone tries to be the next one. Right. You're not going to have like six people running around like although everyone seems to kind of emulate what Dr. Disrespect does and says and his like persona. But I've also noticed that the attention span on a game on Twitch is so much shorter than it was when we started. Like destiny was king for us for there was the drought before taken king, but even then it was okay to just pop it on and complain about it to 2000 people. No one cared. Uh, Now, a game seems to rise and fall uh, very quickly. We just saw what game just came back. Rust. Everyone's into yeah, Rust again. Yeah, what the hell's up with that? Everyone's talking about Rust. So Everyone's playing it again. I think that's kind of what we're going to see going forward is, is these nostalgic rises. You know, I know YouTube's going through something with a Minecraft server right now with a bunch of YouTube creators where... And um, I think people just get so they beat the shit out of new stuff that nostalgia almost is comforting. So I wouldn't be surprised if in two or three years there's like this Destiny 1 resurgence where it's like delete all your characters and let's start from scratch, you know? Oh, I'm sure that'll happen. People have tried to to spearhead it, but it hasn't hit. I'm waiting for it to hit. The big time. If you do that, you almost need a uh, a fire team to go through with everything. Right, but the you know the, I mean? the idea is that there's so many people doing it at once that it is this huge community activity yeah. where there's tons of people and and whatnot. and I'm sure it'll um because they could do like the thing like like Borderlands does something very similar every year. They go through and you you get from you know you you level all the way through and it like Borderlands is mega popular around that time not that it's not has a pretty wide player base anyways but i could absolutely see that happening yeah it'd be interesting to see what the next few years is in content creation what's what's interesting what's cool what's fascinating um is it because the quality of stuff coming out is not is not what it used to be or is it is it because People are no lifing this shit the second it comes out. And so content is dead within five days. People are no lifing. I think the general consumer to an extent is losing touch with Twitch because of the no lifing. So that's a good point. You're commiserating. You know, for instance, I have two friends who I've known for years that will were in a group text and you know, they always joke, they're like, oh, you're the big Twitch star, blah, 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 blah. They're still playing Destiny 2, Mike. You know why? Because they only play six to seven hours a week. 
So there's still plenty to do. They're never running out of things to do. And my assumption is that's probably 90 to 80% of Destiny's full player base. Right. Just like World of Warcraft, there's probably people that haven't even gotten to max level yet. Oh, there's certainly, absolutely. Uh, you know, 100%. There's, I can say as a working parent now, I haven't finished Valhalla. I haven't finished Cyberpunk. I was just given a code for the Hitman. When the hell am I going to get to that? I just finished Watch Dogs, Mike. Just finished it two days ago. It seems like a fairly large game to me. It was like 34 hours. Oh, the, oh okay. I expected. I, all right. I, I did. I did side quests. But there's a okay. whole online element to it that hasn't come out yet. But I, I, I don't even care about that. Um, you know, so now I'm going to probably go balls to the wall in Valhalla. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't finished that. So I can, I can understand that thought process. Um, but I don't think those people can associate as much as they used to with Twitch broadcasters who are, you know, putting in 120 hours in two weeks in, <clears throat> into a game and then saying there's nothing left to do. Right. I mean, well, no shit. Yeah, I, that's not I mean, that's not fair to say on a lot of different on a lot of different angles, but I they mean, create, I don't think they create echo chambers. And then the people that of follow course. them that even may have a ton to do are going to echo whatever they say. Of course, of course. I mean, such as social media and I, like it's so it's it's frustrating to say the least. Just I try very hard not to fall into that. Just. Like just that echo chamber. I try very hard to fall into any singular echo chamber. If I have an opinion of something, it is what it is. But to just surround myself with people who constantly say the same shit over and over and over and over and feel the same way about every new thing that comes out. Oh, holy shit. That's depressing. I believe you're describing politics, Mike. Yeah. Yes, it's true. <laughs> but, uh, no, that that is fair to say or it's not fair for these individuals who have made a career out of this. I mean, and that's, I think that's a big point that a lot of even players are making is you shouldn't be making content around these people that are sub 1%. Content should not be made based around these people who have an abnormal amount of time to put in, to, to, to play these games. Like if someone can sit down for 12 hours a day, seven days a week, because that's, that's what a normal. lot of these, these, a lot of these people are preaching consistency every day every day every day grind grind every day consistent grind every day and when i say grind i don't mean the game i mean streaming and so when you're looking for the newest shit and that's all you're doing for 36 hours like there should always be especially in game as a service pinnacle activities and achievements that are very difficult and take tons of time to get but those should not impact the oh, general yeah. no, 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 flow no, no, no. of what I, you're doing as an average everyday consumer. Yeah, I have like zero issue with something taking a long time to get. That's fine. But right. games shouldn't be designed for people that play 12 hours a day, seven days. Exactly. I agree. And then it's I, I just I don't think it's fair for that sub one percent to turn around and criticize some a game that. You know what I mean? It. it, it 
if a game is a is a story and you've played the story and, and you enjoyed the story and then that's it and it was whatever 20 hours long cool it is what it is move on to the next I, I would hope they're not widely getting criticized for only being 20 some hours long as a, as a story driven content but I feel like a lot of times they are and like people complain that there's just not enough to do there's not enough to do there's not enough to do every game also can't be Red Dead Redemption where you had like an an 80 hour story and then you have this right. vast open world of online to explore. Right. Uh, those are few and far between. Um, I think I value think is also based on your experience. If I remember correctly, God of War was only roughly 40 something hours of a playthrough. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit more. But man, was that a ride? Solid experience for yeah. you. Yeah. And the yeah, gameplay was amazing. It was just uh i'm less about length of time played and more about quality Mm -hmm. i think so if i could see so if i'm trying to equate it to something i do if i get in and i've i'm playing an mmo and i've reached my max level right and now you're doing your your dailies and your weeklies which is how mmos are set up uh you do your dailies and your weeklies until the next patch cycle when the story is continued it's usually in all in all a two-year cycle at least for the major ones, ESO is every year. So it's it's a constant revolving door, but I could see like somebody maybe complaining. Um, oh, I, I knocked out all my dailies today in the first hour of playing and all of my weeklies are done already, which you and I both know that it doesn't happen in an hour. It's, you know, generally it involves dungeons and that's like a minimum 30 minutes per dungeon, depending on who you're running it with. But you could you could get a majority of that stuff done in probably one extended play session. Yeah. And I could see people who know life that shit complaining like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? What the fuck am I supposed to do? Um, At least in WoW, it's super friendly to doing it over again. Yeah, well, I think most I think most MMOs are set up to that, but it, it's, a, you know, the repetition is that something that you enjoy because that is the game. But we've gone to grown to expect that from the games we play. That repetition is what we do. That's what we enjoy the rep the rep. We enjoy the repetition, which is why we play that game. You know what I mean? But I can yeah. I can understand where maybe a complaint would come in for something like that. Yeah. Like, you know, somebody who know life's it. Because there are quite a few people who know life. Wow. What am I supposed to do? And a lot of those people do go to PvP and they seem to enjoy PvP. They seem to be good at it and they seem to get a lot of viewers for it. Yeah, because PvP, Tim and I talked about this on Star Wars and Sketch. PvP always can provide a fresh experience no matter what. It does. PvP, not only does it provide a fresh experience for you, the player, most of the game, most different, most game to game, I should say. But not only that, if you are broadcasting yourself, which is why I kind of really enjoyed broadcasting PvP type games, is because every match, you kind of got a different version of yourself coming across the screen. So, like, if I was raging at something during that game, you're raging hard. If if I'm doing well and I'm winning that the next game, my reaction to that's going to be completely different. Usually... That's when you start, you know, fucking fucking around with people and uh, the shit talking and everything begins. And that's fun and that's funny. and That's a different perspective. So it kind of keeps it fresh game to game. Did you see this uh, 
this Microsoft thing where uh, what is this? What Microsoft is this? files patent to create chatbots that imitate dead oh, people. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> why do you why do you need my my great grandparents information as a bot? Here's my my issue is there is literally an episode of Black Mirror about this and Black Mirror is a commentary on the dangers of technology in the not so distant future. This feels like a big one. That is a, a huge why? no, no. Explain to me the necessity. Why is it? Why do we need? Okay, this? Why? from an emotional standpoint, I understand the idea of wanting to have the illusion that you are communicating with someone you lost. It's why people go to a psychic. Uh, it's why people use Ouija boards. It taps into that side of, of the human connection. Um, what about just acceptance? Well, this can be exploited. That's where my issue comes in. Of course it could be exploited. Well, that's exactly where my head's going. This not is that those 100% other, going to be exploited. Not that those other ones can't. I'm not saying that at all. Um, but this, this, you know, given our knowledge of technology, has the potential to be very, very, very exploited. On so many levels, this can be exploited. So I'm going to read what the article says. Uh, the Independent reports that the tech giant has raised the possibility of creating an AI-based chatbot that would be built upon the profile of a person which includes their images, voice data, social media posts, and electronic messages, among other types of personal information. It's understood that the chatbot would then be able to simulate human conversation through voice commands and or text chats. Wait, not no. done. However, Microsoft has taken the concept a step further by suggesting that a 2D or 3D model of a specific person could potentially be created using images and depth information or video data of an mm -hmm. individual in order to build a chatbot that has the same characteristics and behavior based on the digital output of a specific person. Why? Why? For the love of fuck, why? This is like pandora's box <laughs> why you know what's gonna happen microsoft owns it just like facebook just like instagram it's like all these other fucking social networks dude microsoft will own that you send them your dead relative shit so that you can get closure they now own your dead relatives id you're not they, wrong they are your dead relative now and they can use it however the fuck they want when i uh when i had to get my ancestry uh stuff they own my DNA now. No. Yeah. Like, no, no. They can, Why? Why? They can screw with it and, I don't know, clone me in 20 years. Who knows? Why? Know. But why does Microsoft need to do this? I, like, I, I, am, I don't. What are you? What are you doing? What it's are you doing with it's it? Because this is not out of the goodness. This is not like. No, it's a potential market. You know how much they could charge for this? I, I, a lot. But like, like, who the fuck needs this? And there's people that will pay for that. Apparently, go to therapy. I don't know the validity of this, but somebody was in my mentions saying that the technology is already available because they uh, put in quotes revived a dead child for parents in VR in Korea. Go to therapy. I don't disagree with you, but why? Why? Why are we discrediting that? Like. To a to how is that healthy? That can't be healthy living in that world. 
Now, is this one of those things, though, that when we're dust, it's completely normal? What do you mean? When we're dust, if this is what they're doing now, they're just going to download you into some fucking bot, into an actual robot. They're going to download you, and then you're just going to keep on going. Right. So will Grayson's kids be chatting with dead Grandpa Mike's robot? No, I have a feeling the world will be over. (laughs) I read another article. I posted it the other day. Uh, Who was it? Was it Washington Times? It was a good morning read. uh, Wall Street Journal. And it was why why we can't stop longing for the good old days. And they basically trace back 5,000 years of human history. uh, Essentially to come to the conclusion that every generation for the most part has said that the generation before them was the good old days. Yeah, because every generation believes they're currently living in the suck. Right. So for us, for me and you, it was we look at the 80s and man, the 80s was amazing. Yes. But they listed all the reasons in this article that the 80s were not amazing. And before that, it was, man, the 50s. What a time to be alive. And, you know, they're like some of the most worst racial and social violence took place in the 50s. Right. Uh, Right. The threat of nuclear war. Yeah. all of this stuff. Yeah, and before the 50s, it was the 20s. Well, the 20s was also the Great Depression and Prohibition. <laughs> so you right. can keep tracing it back and saying, oh, man. And, you know, I think a lot of it does have to do with they reference that pop culture glorifies eras. For instance, Happy Days came out in the 80s. And Happy Days was about a bunch of teenagers and the Fonz in the 50s. Mm-hmm. And now we have Stranger Things. Wonder Woman 84. Right. We're glorifying the 80s now. So when in actuality, everyone thinks the world is constantly going to end and everything is at its worst, it is a psychological piece of our makeup that that basically tells us that it's actually in reality either. And this is where we go from information to philosophy. A, it's always been this bad, but we've just had different eras of dealing with it and 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 uh, recognizing it. Uh, B, things are actually better, but our bi- our our DNA is so conditioned at this point to look back uh, on memories and think fondly. They they did an experiment where a bunch of kids remembered uh, middle school and they would talk to them periodically like right after they finished middle school a year later and after a few years of talking to them about their memories all of the bad memories were gone all they remembered was the good times they didn't remember the things that they told them about that were terrible so your brain almost filters out automatically I mean, I wonder if that's like a chemical signature of something good happening to you versus something bad happening to you, whereas maybe something good leaves a much stronger <clears throat> chemical imprint in you versus something bad. Does it I trigger would say something so, different? Because think about when you think about the best times of your life, your wedding day is on there. The birth of your child is on there. Right. Um, there are all these key moments that are completely significant in, in the you know human human life cycle. Mm hmm. So if you if you look at that, 
you remember those moments fondly, but you know, do you remember the third time you threw up when you were drunk? You remember the first. No. You remember the last. But you never remember the third because the third sucks. You're just throwing up when you're drunk, and no, no one likes to do that. Right, the but I think that's far more significant. Like that's a far more significant impact on you. Like yeah, that's totally the, different is the, levels. Is the is like, the. I, I can remember some of the most fucking traumatizing shit that's ever well, they happened. They said trauma is not a not really there. You know, it's it's more okay. Let's level it on this. It's less of of these significant points in your life and more of. Um, I remember in junior high school. Um, you know, I remember the people I used to sit at a table with and eat with and laugh with and have mm-hmm. jokes with, but I couldn't tell you you know who i really didn't like in high school i couldn't i can't remember any any of that um i could tell you all my favorite teachers in high school uh i had my creative writing teacher my biology teacher i don't remember the teachers i didn't like See, that's weird because i can specifically remember a teacher i had a very bad a teacher out a with. very bad traumatic but the midline, right. the middle of the road, the ones that you're like, yeah, whatever, this person's annoying. I just need to get through this class. Yeah, I don't really remember them. But it, but I mean, who's to say that you really? Because I remember well, I the you... one English teacher that I called him a pussy and I got in huge trouble for it. That I remember. But I don't remember. I, remember my, th- I don't remember my see, English teacher the next. I remember his face, but I don't remember his name. My English teacher the I, next I, year. I, like, I remember things I've done in classes that I didn't like, but I couldn't tell you what the teacher's name was. Yeah. I remember doing things in that class. So it's almost like your brain makes room for the good stuff. And like, I, I can remember. It's like a zip file, Mike. You remember yeah. the teacher's face, but you don't remember the name because it's not really relevant to your memory. of Yeah, it. I, I just I like I. I can recall vividly a lot of really negative things that have come that have happened. Mm -hmm. I can't, I mean, aside from the few, like you said, like your wedding day, the birth of a child, things of that nature. Obviously you remember it, but those are huge, huge, huge milestones. uh, Yeah. I don't think, I don't think that negative trauma will count here. I think it's more of, you know, Oh, I remember the fond memories shit. Yeah. Just like, your status quo every day type stuff like, oh, this is a kind of an up and this is kind of a down. They kind of equate out. You know, you remember the the smell of of the hose water when you would drink it in the middle of summer. Yes. Yes, I do. Right. And the taste. Right. It tasted metallic and, and gross. Yes. But my God, it was so cold that it was the most refreshing thing. Just. Yep. 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 So something like that versus, you know, that time you fell and twisted your ankle you don't remember that yeah i guess it's like a grass is always greener on the other side type deal yeah we we think something else is better because we didn't live in it right right so we didn't live in the 50s but everything i've seen on television mad men's pretty bad men's the 60s i think uh but all that is you know that looks cool that looked fun look at that badass everybody's smoking cigarettes and yeah well they all died of cancer at 62 (laughs) true so it's it's now you know what with this dude microsoft could just fuck right off fuck right off down the road get out of here with this shit 
I mean, there's going to be a market for it, whether we like it or not. Of course, there's there's a market for uh, of getting you getting your fucking dick beat while you're you know doing whatever in the back room with somebody. There's a market for that too. There's a market for getting my nipples clamped and shit. Like a niche market doesn't mean we need to mass produce. Where like are are these people just willingly giving the information over? I don't think it's niche. I think there is a large contingency of people that would pay a lot of money to bring back a loved one. I'm with you, like, let the dead rest. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm I'm a pretty practical guy, but I, I you know, I definitely believe in things that we don't understand. Look, and for me, all... death is just something you, you don't, you don't, yeah. altered carbon freaks me out. Yeah. Mm. We've lost people suddenly, suddenly. Without with it, just one night, you, you talk to them a couple days ago and you wake up the next morning and you get that phone call and they're they're not here anymore. Yeah. I've had that. Multiple times that's happened. Best friends. Yeah. Best friends. While, while I was going through like streaming regularly, I lost I lost one of my absolute best friends spent almost every day with him. Lost him didn't say sh- i told you guys but i didn't say shit to everybody else yeah i remember i i would not provide the information that i know about that person to fucking microsoft so that i could talk to him again yeah well here's my two cents i've i brought i brought this up on the jam years ago and whatnot when ben was talking about like oh they'll just download my consciousness into you know and i'll get around my philosophy this is gonna spark some shit on twitter and i can't wait my philosophy don't you feel like we should be drinking around a campfire having this conversation because that's how i actually yes this is not a podcast but we're gonna keep going my philosophy is who comes out on the other end of the download is it you or is it a copy of you that's just digital no it's a it's a copy of you that that eventually will be programmed with its own ai and then it it picks up either where I left off or it makes an alternate decision from what I made in my life to get to where I am. And it goes fucking rogue. Right. And that's what altered carbon is to me is it's not the person. It is a copy of the person. Uh, so if you believe in the um, idea of a soul, regardless of religion, but just on a spiritual level, the idea of a soul. Well, what is a soul if you're bringing all of this into it? And now we're having a much deeper conversation that we do not need that. We don't have time to dive into that. It's a dark soul. It, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Listen, can, we can both agree, though. Fuck Microsoft, right? Which part of Microsoft? The, the I would R&D? not trust Microsoft with the identity of a loved one. No fucking way. No way. I don't. I wouldn't either. But no way. Xbox, that fine print is they own that person. And Xbox. you know that motherfucker has a backdoor lab somewhere where he's working on reanimation. You know it. You know oh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think they've been working on reanimation since Walt Disney died in the 60s. And he's going to start plug and play this shit. But Microsoft no. just sent me a Series X, so I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to say that Xbox is responsible for <laughs> trying Microsoft to- Games Division. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> 
I don't think it's the guys at, at, at Xbox doing this. I don't think it's the ground level people. I think it's high, high, high level uh, like Jeff and executives. Stein and all the guys that I know. Yeah, yeah high level executives <laughs> involved in much darker shit. Next Why time, do you need these identities for real? Get the get out of here. Get out of here. Next time I have a call with, with Jeff Rubenstein, I'm going to bring this up and be like, hey, bud, you know anything about this? Yeah. <laughs> you, the, the, your fucking dark web of, of human personalities. No, I know. I know what you're saying. Um, Just downloading DNA strains. It's uh. I don't know. The, the, it always ends up back to the soul conversation for me, because then what is the soul if you can just copy and paste someone's consciousness? That would mean in 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 60 years that. You know. If altered carbon rings true or some form of it that, OK, you can, quote unquote, live forever. But it's not it you. No. Unless it's no, your it brain i can't I, yeah i can't i don't know i can't believe even then is it you if but like you said it's not me so you can't guarantee that it would make the exact same decisions that i made right or i would make right so it's 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 more of a just let it run its course and call it a day when it's time to call it a day situation. Um, and, I th I say we call it a day before the season even goes becomes fruition, goes to fruition, whatever the fuck it is. No, I meant humanity, to, like us. It needs our to be lives, stopped. Our lives as a whole. <laughs> when it's time to go, to I Valhalla do not think this is good. And drink I think mead. this is not this is not good. Listen, I listen. I'm with you. If so you're struggling, if you're struggling, there's people to talk to. There's programs to get involved with. Seek that out. If you need to talk to somebody, that they're available. Someone's available. Like, like, God, this is this just ain't it. How when I'm talking to that how when I'm talking to that fake relative, they're just it, their responses are gonna be. Yeah, you've you've seen this episode of Black Mirror, right? No, I now I don't want to because now it's no, the 2021. Now you, now you have shit's to watch gonna... it. Now you have to watch it. Have you not watched all of Black Mirror? Uh, no. Oh God, that's gonna that show. If you're tilted now, forget when you finish that because there's only, in my opinion, that show out of I think it's what four episodes per season, four seasons, so that's 16 episodes. Only three have a happy ending. Like. Now I kind of want to watch it, but skip the first episode. Skip. Uh, OK. Uh, just again, just it's just too much to take in. Just to preface this. You can't even post a picture that you take onto Instagram or Facebook mm -hmm. without them taking ownership of that photo. Yep. OK. They own it. It's theirs. Why would people willingly provide this level of information thinking that it's still going to remain their information? I don't disagree with you. Like, there is some nefarious shit behind this. I was willing I get, to... 
there's I was an willing to trade to off money. in the ancestry situation. I was like, you know what? Whatever. They can have my DNA. The government probably has it already. Anyway, I would like to know where I'm from. So it felt like a fair trade off. I did learn some new stuff about me. As we found out, I'm I I I have African in me. Uh, I am Jewish. Uh, <laughs> I'm Scandinavian. <laughs> there was a hotbed of things I didn't know. So uh, I don't know. I felt like that was worth it in the trade off. I don't feel like this is worth the trade off. I don't because your your dead relative could be, you know, part of some crazy AI experiment. That's in that's what years. I'm thinking. That's where that's where my head goes, where where you don't want them, you know. God forbid. Uh, things were to get worse and I don't know. I, I don't know, it, but it could be abused. Let's just leave it at that. I feel like that's the good endpoint. It could be abused way beyond you just getting to talk to a digital copy that isn't even complete. Let's be honest. It's taking algorithm data and trying to make a person out of it. And as hard as AI tries, I don't think they'll ever be able to. Dude, every every movie humans. where you see somebody like reminiscing over a lost one, they're watching like some digital format, a movie, something like that. It's usually they're they're struggling immensely with the loss. They they cannot get over it. It's a, it's a traumatic experience. They're crying a lot of times. It's like drug abuse is involved. Like I don't like I don't uh, I don't think this is something good. Oh, it's not. It's not at all. And the end game is probably not going to be used for what they're saying. It well, is, that's so. old. I mean, I, I don't even think that's up for debate. There's no way like end game that that this is where that there's no way it stops at that. Oh, yeah. You pay <coughs> us uh, $500 a month and you can talk to a relative that you lost um, as much as you want. Well, if I didn't access. even think of it being a subscription service. And now I'm like, you're right. It's going to be a subscription. It 100% service. will be a subscription service. Oof. So if you don't have the this cash, isn't going to be like be a one and done it. program. There's no you want to talk like on a weekly basis. They're going to have to keep reprogramming conversations. I mean, I reference it to I think it's way deeper than that for someone that would be willing to pay for this. I reference it to my aunt who passed away from cancer. Uh, how many years ago now? Seven or eight. Um, and my cousin, her daughter, mm-hmm. you know, every Mother's Day, every birthday is like what I would give to speak to my mother again. And I agree. I like I can sympathize with that. I get that. I this I I don't think like surrendering that much. I just I don't trust. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Ultimately. What's your uh what's your favorite Bernie meme, Mike? My favorite one so far. Oh, the brand new one was pretty good, but I don't know if we're allowed to say that. <laughs> I think you can say it. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know. We might get raked over the coals. It's a meme. You can say that the brand new one was was funny because it was funny. There was. Oh, I got to go back through. There was another one that was just so fucking good. I cannot not laugh every time I read the one that I sent you guys yesterday morning. 
where the person uh, tweeted, Bernie dressed like the inauguration is on his to-do list today, but that ate, is ate his whole day. <laughs> no one beats that one. Sorry. That person who tweeted that is a genius. And Oh, the, the Forrest Gump. I love the Forrest Gump one. <laughs> Just sitting on the bench with Forrest. <laughs> I love the one of uh, of uh, the gentleman affectionately named Via Getty carrying <laughs> Bernie out of the Capitol building instead of the speaker's lectern. That was that was that was you person too. that created that meme. You understand that that taking two very recent events of socially relevant memes. Man, that was good. The Internet. The internet took uh, one night and just ran with it, and it was phenomenal. Did you see the one I posted on the old-fashioned, the Skyrim one? I saw the thread of them going on the old-fashioned Twitter, and it's awesome. The original one was the Skyrim one. It's just Bernie sitting in the wagon at the beginning of the game. (laughs) (laughs) They're so good. Pete is still sending them to us right now. Oh, man. But yeah, that one was my favorite. It ain't his whole day. And then people in the thread were like, I'm going to go to the inauguration, got to hit up the post office, Bed Bath & Beyond, maybe Home Depot if there's some time. <laughs> Does he even know? He's got to know because his people meme I, all the time. He's out there living his best life, man. Oh, he doesn't give a shit, that guy. No, no, he, no, he don't. Shit. I don't blame him. I don't give a shit either. Yeah. Fuck it. Limited days on the earth left. Do what you got to do, man. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Exactly. We already in our chat, we talk about how close we are to death. Yeah, any day. <laughs> I said the <laughs> other, I said a few weeks ago, I was like, well, me and Pete are almost halfway there. Yep. It's like, <laughs> The half of the the half of my expected existence is already done. I read. I, oh God, Mike! <laughs> I read our chats back sometimes. Like Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's better not to go down that hole. If this leaked out, people think we think we were psychopaths. Dark, dark humor. Dark. You think you know dark humor until you gaze into our world. Mm. No one and nothing is safe. Just leave it at that. <laughs> to say the least. Oh, man. Uh, well, that's episode 14. Oh, I want to read you this this one before we go. It's a little political, but we can have fun. It was from uh, Babylon B. It said, Nations Democrats make fortune selling used Not My President merch to Republicans. <laughs> 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 on that note this is this is episode 14 thanks for listening yes. make sure you go to kickscoastcoffee.com make sure you go to patreon.com slash rare drop uh we're gonna try and get once i get mike's schedule i think we're gonna try and do uh wtf rare drop patreon podcasts and include mike this week so we're gonna see if we can uh make that work hell yes uh but that'll be for patrons only um <clears throat> so patreon.com slash rare drop and uh rare drop.co cool stuff is coming uh we're gonna have some old-fashioned merch probably in the next two months uh it'll be up on the new rare drop store uh it'll all be related to drinking and drinks because old-fashioned so be excited we will see you for episode 15 hopefully with three other people but we'll see where wayne leaves his microphone next week
Yeah. All right. Have a great, great. I was going to say great night, but who knows when you're listening to this. So uh, live well and may the force be with you.